Is life a spiral? Many agree that it is. And ideally, it is a spiral upward and not downward. Looking at the natural world, the largest objects, the galaxies, are most often seen in spiral shapes. 60% of the estimated 2 trillion galaxies are in the shape of a spiral, but not all are. The remaining ones are either lenticular, elliptical, or of irregular shape. Our own galaxy, the Milky Way, is spiral-shaped. Ten billion years ago, the Milky Way had a collision with another galaxy, and the stars from that collision feed into the spiral arms of our own galaxy. At the smallest level, our DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid, is another spiral shape called a double helix. It is shaped like a ladder with the sides twisting around and splitting apart and then replicating itself into making a, another cell. Although James Watson and Francis Crick received a Nobel Prize in 1953 for first describing the double spiral staircase of DNA, it was Watson's examination of the X-ray photographs made by Rosalind Franklin, a British chemist, that gave him the clue leading to that discovery. Many believe that her contribution was greatly unappreciated by Watson, and unfortunately she died at age 37, possibly due to the X-rays she used in her laboratory. DNA replication is amazingly accurate making a mistake in only one in 10 billion sequences. But again, amazingly, there is in place a proofreading system to protect against those errors. But looking again at as life as a spiral, the poet W.B. Yeats had this to say. Life is a journey up a spiral staircase. As we grow older we cover the ground covered we have covered before, only higher up. As we look down the winding stair below us we measure our progress by the number of places where we were but no longer are. The journey is both repetitious and progressive, we go both round and upward. William Butler Yeats Looking again at nature, we see the spiral form in many life forms. The sunflower center has seeds forming a spiral shape. An Italian mathematician, Leonardo Fibonacci first described in the 13th century a formula which explains the way these seeds are packed most efficiently according to the Fibonacci sequence of numbers 0, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, etc. Each number is the sum of the two numbers preceding it. Nature finds this an efficient packing solution for the plant using the least amount of energy to create it. But what does a poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning say about the spiral connection of art and life? What is art but the life upon the larger scale, the higher? When, graduating up in a spiral line of still expanding and ascending gyres, it pushes toward the intense significance of all things, hungry for the infinite? Elizabeth Barrett Browning I'm attracted to the line, 
What is art but the life upon the larger scale, the higher? But sometimes the spiral can go terribly wrong, as described in this writing by Kilroy Oldster. An attraction to self-discovery and self-expression can be uplifting and assist us combat epic boredom. The toll of writing truthfully as possible can cause the writer to spiral emotionally out of control. Writing's tempest temperament can prove a fatal attraction and many notable writers succumb to the Dark Knight's powerful sword. Too many writers and a cast of dead poets found themselves dangerously adrift on the flowing river of black ink interlocked in a life-and-death struggle with the creative streams of impulsion colliding with the rocky pods of madness. All artists must fight off the impulse to surrender to the aftershock of madness. The mad vein of stabbing pain that we might think belongs exclusively to ourselves is in actuality the capstone of the blood sport known as communal anxiety. Kilroy J. Oldster Here the spiral moves oppositely and inwardly. Therein lies the opportunity of madness. Like a thermonuclear bomb, whenever fissionable elements are forcefully impacted, the organized structure breaks down. In the artist, if creative energy is directed outward, the outcome is positive. Directed inward, however, the effect often is destructive. Another pressing question is whether we are alone in the universe, alone among the two trillion galaxies and uncountable numbers of planetary systems. Life as we know it is based upon the carbon element, Carbon is the fourth most prevalent element in the universe. It is well fitted for all life forms because in technical language, each carbon is identical. They all have four valence electrons, so they can easily bond with other carbon atoms to form long chains of rings. In fact, a carbon atom can bond with another carbon atom two or three times to make double and triple covalent bonds between two carbon atoms. So is it possible or even likely that there are other carbon-based life forms in the universe? Something to think about. The last comment about the spiral of life comes from a writer, Marianne Williamson. If you enjoy this podcast, Please recommend it to others and write me your comments at 10withrudy at gmail.com. Thank you. According to ancient Asian philosophy, life is not a circle but a spiral. Every life lesson that has ever been presented to you, which means everything you have ever been through, will come back again, in some form, until you learn it. And the stakes each time will be higher. Whatever you've learned will bear greater fruit. Whatever you've failed to learn will bear harsher consequences. Whatever didn't work in your life before this point was a reflection of the fact that you hadn't yet integrated the different parts of yourself. Where you didn't yet accept yourself, you attracted a lack of acceptance in others. Where you hadn't yet dealt with your shadows, you manifested shadowy situations. Broken parts of you encountered broken parts of others. So now you know. That was then and this is now.
Marianne Williamson